You're listening to The Soul's Way Podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I'm an author, a speaker, a mentor, and I help individuals align with their soul and create the ripple effect that they came here to create. Are you ready to manifest your best life the soul's way? If so, you're in the right place and you're definitely here for a reason. Let's dive in. All right. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Soul's Way podcast. And for those of you who are catching this on Instagram, I was going to sit down to record a podcast and I figured why not pop on Instagram as well. Haven't done a live here in a while and see if anyone prefers video. We can we can hang out here. And for the rest of you, obviously, I'm talking to you on the podcast. So hello. Thanks for being here wherever you are tuning in from. I just felt very inspired to come on today and talk about why and how the law of resonance, which you guys might hear me talking about a lot lately, and you might even be like, what exactly is it? I still don't understand. So don't worry, I'll cover that. But why it is changing my life and why I am so passionate about it and so excited to share it with all of you. So the law of resonance in case you have not heard of it yet or you are unsure kind of what it's all about, is it's all about being in harmony with the highest good. It's a universal law about vibrating, right? Resonating at the highest level where you're in harmony with pure consciousness, with your spirit, with soul, with your higher self, right? Or your higher power. I refer to soul slash higher self as one in the same. So I believe that my higher self and my soul is using me, this earth vessel that I am, is using me for a greater purpose, right? For whatever purposes that I'm here on earth to serve. And I also believe that because my higher self and my soul is one with God, which I don't believe is a man in in the sky, but a consciousness that is everywhere, that is love that is all things, all people, all the time. It's eternal. It never goes away. It never fades. It's everywhere at once, right? And we're all at the center of the universe because the universe is everywhere. Spirit is everywhere we are and it's everywhere we are not. So I believe that God and my higher self work through me and I am just the channel. And that is what law of resonance is. It is about being the channel and allowing manifestation. So those of you who love manifestation, and I assume you do, if you're here, if you're following me, if you're listening to a podcast like this, right? And chances are you also already know about law of attraction. And so law of attraction is where it's a really great level of awareness that humanity has kind of collectively come into over the past, I would say decade or so. I mean, it's been around for ages, right? for ages, ancient, these are ancient spiritual principles, even though it's called new thought or new age sometimes. It's really not law of attraction and manifestation and the fact that your thoughts and feelings create your reality. That's actually been known for since the beginning of time. But uh, it kind of got like hidden from a lot of people and in some cultures because there's so much power in it. Like certain governments and royalty were afraid that if everyone knew about this power, then there'd be a power struggle. 
And that's actually not how the universe works. The universe is abundant by nature and there is always more than enough to go around. You having less does not mean somebody has, you having more does not mean somebody has less and vice versa, right? And everything was created out of nothing. Like everything, whether you want to think it was the Big Bang or just God's creation, God's original thought of us, of the universe, everything was created from nothing, from no thing, right? We all came from first consciousness. Consciousness and energy came first. And it split itself into these, into this beautiful earth, right? Creating all of our mountains and waters and sky and sun and all of this beautiful parts of our earth and also into us. And so I believe that we're just emanations. We're like um, individualized pieces of that consciousness, which I refer to as God and universe interchangeably, right? You might want to just call it consciousness. You might want to say God. You might want to say creator. You might want to say source. But we all came from that. And we are all just that individualized. We are the divine individualized, right? So we are emanations of the most divine, but we are completely unique as we are. And we all have, so we're all versions of each other because we all come from the same consciousness, but we all have a unique purpose here. We all chose to incarnate into human form and to be on earth at this time and in this body and in these circumstances and with these parents and these family members for a reason. And so law of resonance is really about remembering all of this. And there is a reason that when I say all of these things, I am not quoting a certain text or a certain expert or a certain person who says it's so, but when I speak these words, they feel like divine truth, right? You just something, you're like nodding along and you're like, yeah, I don't know why, but that feels right. And that's because I'm not teaching you something brand new. I'm reminding you of who you really are and who we really are, which is one with all of life and one with God, right? We are emanations of the most high, which is amazing. So law of resonance is about remembering that we are that before we are humans. So with law of, back to what I was talking about with law of attraction is people started to realize, wow, there's power in my thoughts. There's power in my words. There's power in my mind. What I think about, I bring about, right? Think about, bring about. When I focus on this, this, and this, it appears in my reality. When I focus on this, it appears in my reality. And so that's kind of like a beginner entry level into expanding your conscious awareness, right? Expanding and growing, evolving spiritually and waking up to your true power, your true divinity, who you really are. But what happens is at that level of law of attraction, right? Which is where I, where I was for just until this year, right? For my whole, I learned about law of attraction when I was in my early teens, but, and then I started teaching it in my twenties. And just up until December of last year, I was still at that level where it's very much, it can become about almost the self-satisfaction almost becomes addictive. It becomes about how can I manipulate my thoughts and feelings to attract the things I want into my life that I think are going to bring me fulfillment and joy and that I think are for my highest good. But you're thinking from your little self. You're thinking from your human self. 
and now it's really, really, really hard to be a human, right? It's really hard to be a human. Like we can't, there's no sugarcoating that. The human experience is a rough one. And so I think that's why law of attraction is so appealing to people once they get out of that victim consciousness, which is where you're like completely not awake. And these these phases, by the way, of consciousness, of spiritual evolution, they're not linear. It's not like you're all in victim consciousness and then you're all in manifestor consciousness and then you're all about law of resonance. It's going to be different in different areas of your life. So, for example, there is still areas in my life where I can catch myself in victim consciousness, which is like the lowest, most asleep phase that there is of spiritual evolution. Because like I said, the human experience can be very hard and sometimes I get caught up in that. And I can, you know, even if it's just for a split second, I can find myself going to that blame game and pointing outside of myself at circumstances, at people, at things that didn't go my way or at my body, you know, breaking down or feeling sore from my scoliosis or whatever it is. But then in other areas, I've really mastered the law of attraction and the manifester consciousness where I know, I know that my thoughts create reality. I know that it's good to have good thoughts and good feelings. And this is a really good level of spiritual awareness to have kind of like down pat, right? To have it so that it's deeply ingrained in you that you so know the importance of positive thoughts and positive feelings and you know your power you know your own power to co-create your reality but what does it really mean to co-create and this is where the law of attraction can kind of not serve your highest good which is going to take us into talking about law of resonance instead okay so law of attraction what can happen is because the human experience is hard and we have so many issues that we can come up against right so many emotions so many negative things So we learn that we can attract things we want, like money or experiences, right? That vacation in Hawaii or that beautiful designer bag that we want or the soulmate, the partner to come and bring us fulfillment, be the other half of us, right? That makes us whole. But here's the biggest truth bomb that most people don't want to hear. Most people are getting so triggered by me saying this, like my episode about ditching your vision board and my posts about ditching your vision board and letting go of those things, they get the lowest of the low of listens, of downloads, of likes, of views. People are just like putting their blinders on and they don't want to hear it. And that's okay. That's where they're at. That's where I was at when I first heard all of this. And when I was told, let go of being such a dreamer and visioner because, well, this is why. (laughs) so with law of attraction it can become addicting thinking things outside of ourselves are going to bring us fulfillment and that they're for our highest good when in fact nothing outside of ourselves can bring us fulfillment we must find it within ourselves first and truly actually go deeply within our inner temple which is the portal to like our heart the portal to our soul and really be with that divine presence within us because in there in your heart is and i know it sounds corny but it's really true is unconditional love is unconditional support is the real you without any masks the real you before the world told you otherwise you know who to be the roles you took on the beliefs you took on the persona even your personality is not necessarily you as a soul, which is so crazy. It's just shaped by your experiences. 
It's just shaped by the content of the 3D world, the content of your life. But you are not the content of your life. You are the consciousness. This is what I'm learning from um, Michael B. Beckwith, my favorite Reverend Michael, who I have the honor of uh, studying with right now in a beautiful five-week class where we're actually live on Zoom with him. And he's just such an amazing vessel, a channel, right? That I'm enjoying learning divine truth through. So what was I saying? So with law of attraction, it can become... It can become addicting to to search for things outside of ourselves, constantly thinking the next thing is going to bring us happiness, next thing is going to bring us fulfillment. And even if we think we're telling ourselves, no, 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 that's not true. I do a gratitude journal every day. I stop and I give thanks for everything as it is. And I do my affirmations about self-worth. And I already know that I'm worthy without the stuff. I just want the stuff. But you're still seeking that fulfillment, right? It's that fulfillment piece that's missing. So if you're someone who is like master law of attraction, you know all about it. You know how to attract things you want. If you really focus long enough, your thoughts and attention and your vision and you feel it fully in your bones. Like this is happening. This is done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's already done. Then you can manifest. And so you're constantly in that cycle, but then you manifest the thing and you immediately go, hmm. Okay, that didn't really bring me the fulfillment I actually thought it would. What's next? Or you put your identity on that thing. Let's say this was a big aha for me. Let's say you have a goal, excuse me, of being a number one best-selling author. This was something I was talking to my sister about because obviously I'm an author and that used to be a goal of mine, a dream of mine. I want to be a New York Times number one best-selling author. But then I was saying to my sister, what if I had made that Like, that's what I want to be, and that's going to be my identity, right? I'm going to become a number one best-selling author. Well, number one books, what happens eventually, every book doesn't stay at the number one forever. It's going to drop to number two, and then three. Hello, hello, and thank you for the hearts. And then four, and then five, and then six, and then suddenly you're a has-been, right? Then what happens to your precious identity then if it was attached to that? And then it's out the window, not good, right? So it's so important that we don't put our our value, our worth, our fulfillment on anything outside of ourselves. It is so, so important. Does this mean that you can't attract awesome things? Does this mean that you can't write a best-selling book? Does this mean you can't have a Hawaiian vacation or a Chanel bag or a beautiful house or things that you want? No, it does not mean that. But you're going to get the things anyway And they are going to blow your vision board away. They're going to be even better than you could have imagined when you operate with the law of resonance, which takes your spiritual kind of consciousness, thanks again for the hearts, and takes your evolution to the next level, right? So what is that next level? Instead of this aggressive kind of, I create my reality and I get what I want by using my thoughts and feelings and manipulating basically things to happen my way, We let go of that and we say, wait, what if life itself, creator consciousness, which created all of life, created all of this beautiful divinity, right? All of our lakes, all of our mountains, all of our oceans, all of the animals, all of the birds and all of their perfection, all of our trees. What if the power that created that actually knows better than me That with my ego and my persona and my masks that I've taken on in my all the content of the 3D world that has gotten to me 
and shaped me and changed me, but it's not who I am as a soul, what if, what if life and my soul actually knows best? And what if we let go of the reins a little bit and we let life happen through me and we make things welcome instead of kind of strangling them and focusing all of our effort and energy on attracting things that are outside of ourselves when we really just have to turn within. So with Law of Resonance and why it's changing my life is because it took me from seeking outside of myself to turning within and going from this exhausting kind of I create my reality energy where I make it happen, I make it happen, I make it happen to, whoa, I don't make it happen, but I allow it. And I allow something greater than my little self to help me, to work through me, to speak through me. I am just a channel for something greater to work through, right? Being the channel, that is what the law of resonance is all about. And it's all about using your innate gifts that you have as a soul, which we all have, and asking not what can I get from life, but what can I give to life? Because I, and this is true for every single person that has a beat in their chest right now, right? Or air in their lungs. You've been given life. You've been given the gift of life. And all of your needs are met. If you are still breathing and alive at this moment, then all of your needs are met. And so since all of my needs are met, okay, even if you have debt that you're worried about, financial things going on, even, heck, even if you're homeless right now, because you're still breathing means your very, very, very basic survival needs have always been met. And so since all of your needs are met, how can you serve? How can you serve this world? How can you serve the land we live on? How can you serve your brothers and sisters? How can you be your unique soul and use your soul gifts and give back? So since all of my needs are met, how can I give? How can I serve? How can I shine? How can I radiate? How can I share my soul gifts? And then when you do your soul work with your soul gifts, which is what I help people do in my coaching work, right? Using your soul gifts, because there's nothing more fulfilling than that, right? And what a beautiful world is gonna be when we're all using our soul gifts. We're being who we came here to be, gifts. I need to pronounce that T, because it sounds like gifts. Gifts, (laughs) your innate abilities, the things that make you special, And yes, some of us have similar gifts and abilities, but only you can do things in the way only you can do them. Only you can be the channel. Only I can be the channel for some of you, the vessel that is going to make you understand this, hear this, you know, this wisdom that I'm speaking through me from spirit and only the way that I say it with my energy on it can make you go, ah, something just clicked because of the way I said it, because of my energetic imprint and same for you. And it's not just for people who are in the coaching industry or who are writers or speakers. Whatever walk of life you're from, spirit can work through you, whether it's sports, art, teaching, science, like this is how many technological advances and breakthroughs actually happen is from these, um, you know, these kind of like intuitive flows where all of a sudden information just gets downloaded through us. And a lot of people, a lot of artists even won't take credit for their work because they're like, it wasn't me. Something came through me. And that's being in harmony with the law of resonance, which also is always, always, always in harmony with the highest good automatically. Because if you're channeling something from your higher self, of course, it's going to be in harmony with the highest good. Whereas law of attraction can be manipulated by humans and by egos. 
And so it's not necessarily in harmony with the highest good, even though you would like to think it is. And your ego is going to get pissed off at me when I say that your vision board, it may or may not be in harmony with the highest good. That, that really hurt me when I first heard that. I was like, what do you mean my goals aren't in harmony with the highest good? Of course they are. I want to better this world. I want to do a TED Talk and a book and change lives and blah, blah, blah. But now I look back and I'm like, wait, I don't know what I don't know right so it's about also being humble in that in that knowing that you don't know what you don't know and the best is always yet to come and it gets to be a sweet surprise so as we rise in our consciousness michael beckwith says rise sweet surprise rise sweet surprise rise sweet surprise because we get to let life surprise us and we really do get things even better than what we would have imagined for ourselves for our little selves right so that's where the surrender piece comes in big time. Oh, thank you so much. Your book is awesome. I got it in Kindle Germany today. Oh, that is so cool. Yay. I'm so happy. Yes, the ebook is up now. And yeah, the book Whole Damn Fire completely covers all of this. Um, thank you so much. That means so much. So why is the law of resonance changing my life? When you're in this law of attraction, creating your reality energy, it can feel a little bit, as much as you hear these principles, depending on which teacher you're learning learning from, right, and which books you're reading, we hear about being one with other people and celebrating other people and the importance of oneness. But really, it it can, you can get caught up in kind of feeling like you are creating your reality and you are doing it alone and it's every man or woman for himself or herself right or themselves and you can kind of get caught up in that and it's also like it becomes addicting like i said because you keep thinking that the things outside of you are going to fulfill you when they don't whereas law of resonance is like the biggest for me it was like the biggest breath of relief it was like the biggest <sighs> i'm not in this alone holy goodness like being a human is hard and the realization that you're truly not doing anything alone is the thing that is going to bring you a peace and a freedom i cannot even describe right to know that you're not working alone so a lot of people too when they first hear about law of resonance and surrender they think it means sitting around all day doing nothing because you're just waiting for something to work through you or speak to you or an idea to fall down from the sky and that's not true. You still have to take your inspired action. But you center yourself first. You start your day by tuning into your inner temple, tuning into that portal that connects you to the divine and just doing that with your intention and really tuning in. And some days you're going to get downloads. You're going to get ideas. You're going to get instructions or things are just going to pop up. This is when we start to see instant manifestation where things come into your life before you even knew that you wanted them. And they're things that you wouldn't have even imagined in a million years. And it's just, it's the sweet surprise that Michael was talking about, right? So instant manifestation gets to happen, which is freaking amazing. And then also sometimes downloads and instructions, or sometimes you'll just get little things like, um, I got the title, Transcend, the title for my next free masterclass that I'm gonna do for you guys. That came to me while I was tuning into my heart space and just being quiet and being still with my presence. It's the most important thing you'll do all day. A, because it feels amazing when you're doing it, you get to be in unconditional love and in the most beautiful, peaceful space and who doesn't want to be in that vibration? And then you get to carry that with you throughout your day and the more you do it, the better. Because we wanna live a life that's in harmony 
with this, with this real true presence of our authentic self, our soul, right? So the peace that it's going to bring you, the freedom it brings you, these are the things that are drastically changing my life because I was very much in that mental hustle mentality. It wasn't a physical hustle, but it was a mental hustle. And so with the law of resonance, yes, we still do use our brains. Not Everything's not just flowing 24-7. Like I will get an idea. I got an idea for the masterclass. But all I got so far was the title. And then a couple days later, I got, oh, you're going to teach the three pillars for how to transcend limitations. Okay, awesome. But then I'm going to have to use my brain because we were given the gifts, uh, the gift of having a brain, having thoughts, right? I'm going to have to use my thoughts to go in and fill out the slides and map out the slides and get the program ready and get the promotions for it ready and all of that. So it's not like you're never using your brain. So I don't want you to think that, but you are not working alone anymore. And that's just the biggest relief. And you're removing the self-pressure. You're removing the, the thought and the crippling belief that something outside of yourself is going to bring you abundance, love, joy, fulfillment, joy, and like true soul joy and lasting fulfillment. I know I say this a lot, but it's really so true. Only can come from you being your authentic self as a soul, being the whole damn fire, right? Which is what the book's about. Being who you actually are as a soul, because we wear all these masks and we take on all these roles and we forget, we forget who we are. It's like, okay, let me end this with a quick story about the Golden Buddha. If you've never heard the story of the Golden Buddha, there was a Buddha, um, or sorry, a, a statue of the Buddha in uh, made of gold in a community in, um, I think it was Thailand. And then they covered it up with mud because there was an army that was about to invade. So the story goes, hey, Joe. So they didn't want them to see, you know, this valuable statue made of gold. So they covered it in mud and clay. And of course, the, oh, thank you so much. Your podcast is amazing too. Oh, thank you. And so they covered it with clay so that the army that was invading wouldn't perceive any value in it. And they would hopefully just move on by. And that's what happened. They were like, oh, okay, it's mud, whatever. And then as time went on, different, you know, people lived in this area, village, whatever it was. And eventually people forgot that there was, no one knew there was gold under the Buddhists had been covered up so long with the mud and clay until one day. And the story goes many different ways. Some people say a storm came and it started to chip or one people, uh, some people say a monk was, you know, meditating in front of it. And then a piece of the clay chipped off, but one way or another, a piece of the clay chipped off. And one of the monks discovered like, Oh, why is it shining? What is that glow? And realized, holy, there's gold under that mud. And so called over the other community members and they all started chipping away at this at this um, statue that was all covered in mud, right? And realizing oh, the whole thing is gold underneath the whole time. Yeah, great story, right? And so the reason this story is shared um, in Buddhism and also you know, just all over the world is because it is the perfect metaphor for us. You are the golden Buddha underneath. But then as you go through your life, you get more and more mud and clay put over top of you, your inner temple, right? Your goldenness, your fire, your inner fire, because you go through circumstances, people tell you that you're a certain way or your family behaves a certain way or you go through traumas and experiences that make you put up a defense mechanism or a persona or a mask or you have kids and then you take on the role of being a mom and then you take on the role of this and that. 
And so life puts this mud on you. And the most important work in your life is going to be chipping away your own mud to reveal your golden Buddha, right? Great story, right? So that's the work that I do with my clients. That's the work we do inside Soul Legacy, which is on pre-sale right now. It's a freaking, the most spiritual program I've ever done. Freaking life-changing stuff. Um, And yeah, if you want to check it out now, it doesn't officially... I'm going to do a free masterclass, which you're invited to as well, on November 2nd. So like I said, I got it kind of channeled through me. It's going to be called Transcend, and I'm going to be showing you the three pillars to transcending the content of life, what you perceive as you, but it's not you. It's things that look like limitation or separation or lack or, you know, debt or sickness, how to transcend that and how to do it not from that exhausting law of attraction energy, but how to do it from this higher, more evolved stage of consciousness. So it's going to be beautiful. You can register for that for free um, at emilyannbrandt.com slash transcend. The link's in my Instagram bio as well, and I'll put it in the podcast show notes. But um, also make sure you check out Soul Legacy because if you purchase it before ahead of that masterclass, you can save $200. So it's a really epic um, special pre-sale going on right now as well. So check it out. See if it calls to you. Spots are limited because I like to have small groups where we can talk soul to soul. Um, We can keep it really intimate and create some really deep soul connections. And then I'm also excited to announce that I have some BIPOC scholarships available because I'm a believer in equal opportunity. Um, So email me if you're interested in one of those spots. All right. Thank you, Joe, for the love. Um, And Real Talk Des tags. I'm going to butcher how that is said. I'll have to find out what your first name is. But thank you so much for being here, for tuning in. And thanks, everyone, for listening on the podcast. And I'll be back soon with more goodness for you. Take care, guys. Thanks again for listening. Since this podcast is still growing and still reaching more beautiful souls, it means so much when you guys share the episode or take a second to leave a review on Apple. It's the best way you can thank a podcaster and give us encouragement to keep the good stuff coming to you completely free. I would also love to connect with you on social media, so make sure you join the Facebook group, The Soul's Way, and hit me up on Instagram or TikTok at Emily Ann with an E, Brandt. Keep working your light beautiful and making magic happen. I'll see you next time.